Sophisticated Ignorance episode. I have no clue. But before I recorded, I was going off on a tangent. So we're just going to keep going with that tangent. Life's good. Life's great. I love my life. I can't complain about my life. You know, there's certain things that I wish I just did better um, or did more. But I love my life nonetheless. Like, I wouldn't change my life. Even if you were like, oh, if you would have gave me, if you had, a, if you were like, you have the option to be anybody's life, I would have anybody's life, I would be like, no, because everybody's individually unique, and I don't want to steal anybody's swag or juice. Everybody got their own juice. But life's great, man. You know, people are like, I hate my life. Change it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you don't, you posting, are you saying, I hate my life on social media and will never change your life circumstances? You know what I'm saying? It's like saying, I'm so fat and out of shape, but it's like, what are you doing what necessary steps are you taking in order to become a better version of yourself if you're if, if you're displeased with your body and your weight like what are you doing you know you just can't sit up here and say stuff like that and then not act on it it's great that you acknowledge it but are you holding yourself accountable that's the next step if you're going to you know whatever it is you're trying to do in life but life's great you know life's so good i can't complain um my back hurts again, yes. My knees hurt. Bro, my knees, I'm at work and I squat. My knees, they're like popcorn. You'd think that they're popcorn. You'd think that I squat for so long if they turn into popcorn. They turn into popcorn. Um, there's a truck. I also bought um, a switch. Now, I bought the switch really off impulse. It was The switch is so cool. I didn't think the switch was that gonna be that cool. Um, because I just thought, you know, the Wii was boring. The Wii is boring. It was only cool for about maybe two years, and then it kind of got boring. Because you can't, you can only do so much with the Wii. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a, um, how do I explain it? Like a, a Xbox. Like, it doesn't have a controller. Like, the controllers are weird. Like, it's more interactive. You're most supposed to, like, get up and, like, play. With an Xbox, you could just be a fat potato couch person and then just play the Xbox, I guess. But I feel like you have more control over the person um, if you have a you know a controller, like an actual joystick controller, not just like a, a nunchuck and a, a remote, a TV remote looking thing, you know? So I just feel like the Wii could have been better. The Wii came out too early. Um, I was talking to my sister yesterday about the Switch and how I recommend everybody should get one because it's probably the greatest thing on earth. Um, right now at the particular moment, she was like, the PSP came out too early. The PSP came out way too early. The gra it, it was a good idea, but it was just too early, man. Because you outgrow things, um, but some things stay forever. Like, video games will be here forever, but the consoles and stuff, people will always come back to like order consoles and stuff because of the, the nostalgia. Like, I still have my PS3. I, I actually gave away my PS3. And then I bought one off my friend who wasn't using it. And now I have, and I play like the PS3 from time to time. But it's just the nostalgia thing. I thought about getting the PSP again just because so many great memories, you know. But it's kind of boring, I guess. You're not really, you know. I, it's just hard. It's just hard to be like, only play the PSP. The PSP came out. During like the PlayStation, like pre PlayStation Three, I think it was around the same time actually. 
I had a PSP, PSP, and it was so convenient. That's why I like the Switch so much, because I could take it on the airplane, I could take it, I could put it in my car, like, it's a, it's a, more, it's a portable gaming device, you know what I'm saying? And I wish they had more. That's why Sony's better than Microsoft, because PlayStation's better than Microsoft, because Microsoft hasn't came out with anything that's portable. Like, I can go buy a PSP off eBay right now and go play wherever I want to play until the battery runs out. And the battery life is around 12 hours if you have it on consistently, um, I think. But if you're not playing it like that, you cut it off, obviously. That's with anything. But the, the PlayStation, or just PlayStation, period, way better than Microsoft. Just based off that, PlayStation is better than Xbox based off of that principle. And even the Wii, like Nintendo, the Wii, Nintendo's better than Microsoft, I feel. Because now they have the Switch. Like, Microsoft just makes a smaller box. May they make rectangles and change the controller design. Same with Sony. They don't really do much to their stuff. The graphics are probably better on a Sony. On Sony. Because everybody was so... I bet you I could get an Xbox Series X or whatever. Series I don't know what it's called. The newer Xbox over a PlayStation 5. Before I get a PlayStation 5. Like, I bet you that they're going to be around retail... And the hype of it's going to die down. I think it was everybody was just waiting on it so long, you know? Because, like, the same is going to be with Grand Theft Auto. It's going to be hard to get Grand Theft Auto. That's why I'm getting the PC. Like, everybody needs to go get a, lab, a gaming laptop and a monitor. If you go get a gaming laptop and a monitor, bro, you're straight. You're so set for life. You will never need to buy a console ever again. Get you a Steam account, you will never buy a console ever again. That's what I'm doing. That's the next step. Because I'm tired. The consoles are cool, but, every, you know, less is more. All right? So, less is more. We live in this minimalistic society. Everything, like I said, less is more. So, you want to have more... You want to get less stuff, but the value of it is more. A gaming laptop, the best um, that money can buy is worth $1,400 plus. Plus the monitors. The monitors, the best ones that, that can buy are probably around like 300 bucks plus. But you can get your regular... You can get a solid monitor for like 200 bucks and you're good. But you want to get the gaming laptop with the monitor. You're good. Um, I would get a play... I would, I would get a, like an actual computer. I would stream for sure. I suck at games. So I feel like... Because everybody tries to be so good. Like, that's so corny now. Like, just be yourself. For me, I, I suck at games. I'm not even going to lie. I suck at Call of Duty. I suck at any type of shooter game. Now, the story, I'm cool. I can play on a hard, I can play on a hard difficulty on the story because that's not really... You want a challenge, right? But I'm just not... Sports games, I'm, you're not going to beat me in a sport game. And if you do, then I'm just not... It's not an off day. You know, it's, it's tough to beat me in a sport game. Because basketball, you're not beating me in bat. I don't care who you are. You're not beating me in 2K. You're just not. You're not beating me in... Um... And if you do, you do. I'm not going to say it, act like I've won every, every time I've played 2K. But um, FIFA, you're not beating me. Any sport game, realistically, you're not going to beat me in. But um, yeah, anything else, it's a toss-up. It's really a toss-up. Like, I am not that good. I'm not that guy, pal. Trust me. I'm not that guy. Remember that? Oh, my God. I have to play that. That's a drop. That's got to be a drop. I have to find it. It's on Twitter. I have to find it. Is it going to play?
It has to play. Is it going to play? I don't think it's going to play. Is it going to play? Anticipation's killing me. It's not playing! Ugh. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. Oh, there it is. There it is. Here it is. Not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. That's me when I play games. Um, you're not that guy. I just stopped playing video games. There was a point in time where I just didn't play video games no more because they were kind of so-so. But anyway, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, mask up, stay safe, all that good stuff. A lot of stuff has happened this weekend, man. My dog got a haircut. She's bald now. She's not as shaggy looking anymore. But um, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Like, who would have thought? First of all, I, I applaud Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. Floyd said, legalize, he's the best, he's the greatest bank robber of all time, obviously, because what is he doing? He's fought, he fought a YouTuber. And that's the biggest thing. Why are we not hating on YouTubers? I'm saying that because I'm posting more videos on YouTube. Go check it out. Here's your TV on YouTube. Go check it out. Watch the video. Why don't like parties? Watch it. It's a plug. Yes, I know, but watch it. Um, I feel like Logan Paul, man... He's he's he did what he was supposed to do, and he survived. That was the biggest thing. But if you expected Floyd to knock him out, then you're silly, because Floyd didn't even knock out Connor. He just stopped him. Like it was just too much. Connor wasn't defending himself properly, and the fight stopped. But there's no way in hell you think Floyd Mayweather's knocking out Connor McGregor. There's no way in hell you guys are thinking that, because he didn't. That didn't happen. So why the hell did you think Floyd could knock out Logan Paul? Now, I know Logan Paul isn't the greatest fighter in the world, but I also know that Floyd broke both his hands on numerous occasions. So, obviously they're callous, but they're still kind of weak, right? Oh, she's upset about something. But callous is not the same as bone. Or cartilage is not callous. Cartilage is not the same as bone. So when you're punching something, right, you build... The cartilage, so you you know obviously you can build an immunity to it, so it doesn't hurt when he punches, right? That's why they have like all busted up knuckles and stuff. But if he were to break his hand again, it would hurt like hell because he doesn't has no the structure is so weak. But he's playing around with him. What what was it? Twenty four minutes. He made fifty plus million in thirty minutes, under thirty minutes. And when he fought Pacquiao, he made a hundred plus million dollars. In, in 36 minutes, think about, think about that for a minute. You made $100 plus million plus in 36 minutes. I'll just say $200 million. If we just do $200 million, $200 million divided by what? 36? That's $5 million a minute. I mean, um, no, around. Because, well, no. I don't know how it would work. I think it's around. I don't know. I, it's not around. I don't know what it is, okay? I'm not the best with math. Especially, you gotta break it down. I gotta write it out. I just did it off the top of my head. But let's just say, maybe it is a minute. Because, yeah, I had to divide it by, if I had to divide it by 12, it'd be the round. So, yeah, it's a minute. Um, Five million a minute. But boxing, it's so, boxing's hard. But if you're him, he made, he made $200 million probably off fighting Pacquiao. That's, yeah, like I said, $5.5 million around a minute is ridiculous. 
This is stupid. This is, what are we doing? What are we doing? I think it's a minute. That doesn't, that, yeah, that sounds right because it'd be 15 million in one round. And 15 times 12 is what? It's 180. So I don't know if that actually was that number. It was probably some type of other inflation. And plus, also, he's a promoter. I don't know. Look, we're not even going to keep discussing it. But Floyd did what he was supposed to do. Logan Paul, they won. Logan and Jake won. As much as y'all, people can hate on them, whatever the case may be, they won the fight. They won. They won that night. They won the fight and they won the night. They won because Flo Logan didn't get knocked out, so he won the fight. I'm not talking in a literal sense. I know Floyd won the fight. You could just check the, 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 the punching stats, the boxing numbers. Like You could check that stuff. Floyd won. Better percentage and... The, the, he threw like 14 jabs and he landed seven of them. Like Floyd came in there, which is I'm I'm playing with this guy. I'm dancing around for tw for 30 minutes to give me my money, and I'm out. And I'm going back to my strip club, and I'm out. That's what Floyd did, basically, for that for the whole fight. But anyway, they won because he didn't get knocked out. He didn't get humiliated like that, and also he made probably like 10 plus million dollars for 30 for 30 minutes. If you can do that, you won. I don't give a damn if he got knocked out. He still won because he collected $10 million, 10 plus million dollars to fight arguably the greatest boxer of all time. The best boxer in my generation for sure, but arguably the greatest of all time. One of the greatest of all time. That's the impressive part. Like... And everybody could talk about the whole incident in Japan. And yeah, he was childish for doing that and immature, obviously. But it seems like he's grown up from it. Now, I don't follow the Paul bros because I don't give a damn about them. Realistically, I wish them nothing but the best. And all, and obviously, and I'm, I'm fans of them now because they won. Because this is, what, this is what it was supposed to be. It was a spectacle. Who gave a damn if it was disappointing to boxing? They won. They got the money. And in boxing, it's not even about the titles no more. They did what the new age of boxing is now. Make it a whole big spectacle. Call each other out on Instagram. There's no titles involved, but it's the money fight. You want the money fight. You don't really care about the titles. There's four belts. If you really wanted a belt, you can go after a belt. <laughs> like, there's four of them to go after, right? If you want to be a champion, go down to one of the greatest. That's the case. But people, you can't eat. You can't eat a legacy. Floyd said that too. And I said, I know that's right. You cannot eat a legacy. You can't. You have to... You have to actually make money in order to leave a legacy. You know? Like, everybody that says legacy means money. Like, or, or leaves means assets. Or some type of value. Or something that can turn into value. Whether it be knowledge, whatever. Like, something that can turn into something great, greater. If you don't do anything, you, you what legacy have you left? You know? So I agree with Floyd when he says, like, you can't eat a legacy. Like my my the money I have obtained and what I've done in the sport of boxing is my legacy and I will pass it on to my children. Obviously he didn't say that verbatim. I don't even know what he said. I didn't read the article, let alone the question. 
I, I, didn't, I didn't read that. But I'm assuming that's what he meant. He's along those same lines, right? Of like, um, what I've done throughout my career and what I've done, um, you know, up until this point, fighting Logan Paul, whatever the case may be, I made a lot of money, right? And here's my legacy. This is my, you know, his legacy acts done. Like, he now he can enjoy however million dollars he's made. He's made a billion dollars in earnings by himself. So, I'm ex- he can enjoy his money. People be hating on Floyd, not giving back. I don't know. And that's, 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 a, that's a subjective thing because Floyd is comfortable. He's fully satisfied with his life. You know what I'm saying? If Floyd, Floyd stay out the way and he do what he's supposed to do, he going to flaunt his money. Floyd got so much money, he be wearing the weirdest outfits ever. So it doesn't really matter. Like he got so much money that it don't it don't matter to him no more. He got so much money it don't matter. He got so much money, all you talk about is money. Like that's the only thing you talk about. His family and money and boxing probably, but that's about it. But I'd be interested in seeing him going into commentating. I know he wouldn't do it because he's a promoter, but I would be interested to see him do commentary because he's actually a really, really smart fighter. Like he's not known to knock out guys and stuff like that. But he is um, a smart fighter, nonetheless. Like he's a defensive guy. That's why he, you know, he he hits. It don't. It doesn't get hit. He's gonna win off points and stuff like that. And that's how you want to fight. But you don't want to get in a brawl. Like no, who wants, who wants to get in a slobber knocker and then you gotta like you know go to the hospital. You got concussions. You're pissing out blood. Who want who punctured lungs and bruised kidneys and. Whatever, however many internal organ damages, you know, that you can have and still be alive. You know, like, no one wants to deal with that. So, CTE. I feel like in boxing, you don't get as much CTE. You know? Like, hear me out. When you hear it, you're going to be like, that makes sense. And everybody, I'm pretty sure this is like a, a universal, like, agreeable, like, everybody agrees upon this fact. Like football, you're you're for six months or for however many months you're going for week week to week. You have one week off, right? If you're a weak team, you get put out, and you don't even go to the playoffs, right? Your season's over after week seventeen. Used to be week sixteen, but you're every week, every week you're getting hit in the head. It's repetitive head trauma, right? So when when you box, they have to medically clear you to continue. Like if you have a concussion. They're not going to clear you until you until you pass your concussion protocols, until you chilled out, you're not training, and then they're like, okay, we can clear you to fight. Now you can, you know, search for a fight or whatever the case may be. That's smart. That's how you, that's actually looking out for your people. Like, people will play with concussions. I've played with, I, obviously, basketball is different than football. I've played with a concussion before in basketball. It's not fun. It's really not, your head hurts. It's sensitive to light. Or your your senses, you know, are all over the place. Like I said, you're sensitive to light. You don't like the way it feels. You feel nauseous. You feel sick. But I was hooping, though. But I got taken out because I was just so dizzy. I was like, I can't do this. I can't focus. I was hooping, though. Basketball, it was keeping me focused. You never had to do something where it's like you're out of focus, but you do something that makes you focus. That's what it was. Like, basketball makes me focus. It used to make me focus. So if I'm going to go, if I have a concussion or something's wrong with me, let me go play this, put my energy into this, and let me worry about that later. Let me focus on the craft at hand, what I'm trying to do. But yeah, so 
you have to play with concussions in football. There's probably like a lot of concussions. They say there's like a concussion on every play. Like somebody has a concussion. Somebody got hit too hard or whatever the case may be. But you're not telling them. It could be a micro concussion to an actual for real concussion. Um, it's just scary, man. You know, if my kid wanted to play football, that's fine. But I'm like, if you wanted to hit something, you, we can go go put the boxing gloves on. You, I can train you. We can get some real stuff. And when you're fighting, it's a respect thing. At the end of the day, that's why, that's why they make them touch gloves. Even if they're not cool with each other. They, make them, they still make them touch gloves. After the fight, they're like, oh, appreciate the opportunity. Hell of a fight. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they show love and respect because at the end of the day, we went to war. Like, you take your mind to a different place of like, I'm trying to hurt this person to win this fight, to collect this check. Like, you have to take your mind to a different place. And some fighters are the nicest people in the world because they have to be mean, right? When they're training, they have to be mean and focused on the craft. But outside of it, they're probably the nice, some of the nicest people ever in the world because they have to be. Like, why would you want to be an asshole 24-7? You have to be an asshole for... 30 minutes, 30 plus minutes. Like, why would you want to be an asshole for the rest of your life? That doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, but if I, my, my son or daughter wanted to play football, I would suggest that they go put their energy in something else, maybe like basketball or golf or even boxing. I just don't want you to play football because there's so many. It's not as good. It's fun and it is fun. It's exciting and it's fun, but it's not rewarding at the end of the day. I mean, you, you could collect big checks, but you want to have your brain so you know how to use the money and not, like, die prematurely or kill yourself or what, kill, kill your family. Like, you know, you don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. So I just don't know if um, football is a viable option for my children because, um, because it's not going to play I try, to, I try to time it. Not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Because I'm not that guy. Not that guy. Uh, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Um, so funny. So stupid, though. Um, what was I talking about? I have more things to talk about besides Logan Paul. Oh, I threw up. Okay. So, this was, I made the list a while back. I was... This is so gross. I was, so I, I haven't touched this gallon jug of water. I'm probably going to drink some tomorrow or refill it tomorrow. Um, just pace myself, though, because I, Jesus. Um, I had the water jug. And then I um, was drinking it, but there's certain time points you have to hit before, you know, obviously before the night's over. So I was like, oh, snap, it's like 1030. Let me drink some water and maybe finish the water. But I had about a thousand milliliters left. So I drank all of that in like 45 seconds, right? And usually when I'm sitting down and I'm standing up, I even laying down, I have a six pack. Like I, it's not like super, super cut and defined, but nonetheless, you can still see it. When I drank the water, I had none. I had no six pack. I was so bloated. And I just felt like I'm, I felt sick, right? So I'm sitting on the edge of my bed trying to play it off cool. You never, yeah, you ever had the feeling of like you broke something or you did something that you weren't supposed to do, so you're trying to play it off like nothing, like nothing happened. Like, you try to convince yourself that oh yeah, it's cool, like nothing happened, nothing's wrong. And um, and then all of a sudden, I was like, this is not coming out the way I thought. And everybody, and I told my my dad and my uncle, and they were like, you could have just sat there and waited. 
it's gonna die. It's gonna, it's gonna go down. But I was like, nope. I had Mexican food, and it was sitting on top of the Mexican food. It was starting to. It would go obviously make its way down, but I didn't feel good. So I said, uh oh, uh oh. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And then I threw up. I pulled the trigger. I'm so good at pulling the trigger. It makes no sense how much I pulled the trigger. I pulled the trigger so much. You would think I'm um, Hitman the way I pulled the trigger, but um. They're just so loud. They're just so loud. But um, I'm not stopping, though. Am I stopping? No. I'm not stopping. I can't stop. But, um, yeah. So I threw up. It was a lot of water. Projectile of water, you know? Projectile of water. And um, it was needed. It was needed. I felt a lot better. You never throw up, like, you just feel better. But I didn't feel sick, though, you know? How you throw up and you just feel super lethargic and just like, I'm tired. I didn't really feel tired. I felt a little bit of tired. I felt a little a bit of fatigue because that, you would think something so like the action of throwing up doesn't take a lot of energy, but it does take a lot of energy. So it's a little, you know, a little weird. Well, um, yeah, I threw up. And um, what was the other thing before? I wanted to go on more tangents. Oh, excuse me, so disrespectful. Um, so, I don't know why I have this topic, but here we are. The word I kept last week, the word I kept using was purpose. Um, just finding your purpose and whatever it is. I feel like when you find your purpose in a person or whatever, passion, you know, it makes your life better. It makes your experience better. In this particular case, I said find your purpose in a person. Um... Which is cool, but I, I have nothing else to say about that because I didn't really want to talk about that. What I really wanted to talk about was real estate and why my black people are not getting on this topic. Who goes there? Who goes there? What's going on? Are you taking her for a walk? You're taking her for a walk? I'm recording. So, no. The answer is no. But I'm not even sure if you are listening. Because you're, you're not. But the, So, yeah, the answer is no. I, I can't make it. Is Cheyenne going? So, it's just going to be you and her? Yes. You and the bald-headed bear, huh? Oh, she's down here? Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. Hey. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? She's scared. She's scared. What if she peed down here? Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I bet. Una... Come on. Luna. Let's so go. so disorganized. Let's go. So just all over the place. Okay. I'm Are not. You recording? Yeah. Did you stop? No. Oh. I, I I never stop. I I, I can't stop. Come on. I'm one take. On. One take York. That's all I need is one take. Um. So yeah, you listen to that part. You can skip it. Cause honestly. That didn't make any sense. I didn't really say anything. I was just looking at the dog. Um, but anyway, so yeah, um, real estate, my people. 
why is she yelling? My mom yells, dude, my mom yells so loud. She just yells. It's not even like a talk loud. She's just yelling. You're like, why are you yelling? I'm like right next to you and you're going to yell to me? That's crazy. But, um, so yeah. So I want to talk about real estate and how easy it is, you know, to get into real estate. Um, this is not going into be a real estate podcast, but I feel like, People don't understand how easy it is. Now, I have a mind for it. I, I, I like to say it's natural um, because I talk about this with my dad all the time. We just talk about real estate. Like one of the topics we just talk about real estate and business and stuff like that. So it had to make people's lives better and situations better. I was watching um, Diddy had posted a video not too long ago or maybe a few days ago. And he was talking about how black people have 0% of the wealth. And so on and so forth. And I was like, yeah, we have no type of nothing. Like, we don't own anything, you know? Um, when you hear from my Washingtonians and Seattleites, when you hear um, Sewer Park, you think of, so for me, I think of Jewish people and money. Like, in wealth. Like, they have money. Jewish people, you go to, if you go to Sewer Park, right? Obviously, there's going to be some white people. Other, You don't, have, don't necessarily have to be Jewish. But I see a lot of yamakas over there walking around. I see a lot of Jewish people. Um, and they have a lot of money. And they keep it in the family. That's why the dollar is so, so valuable. I talked about it, I think, last episode. How the dollar is valuable. The dollar is valuable because it's being traded. And it's being recycled through the same people. That's why it's more valuable. And... Um, but in this case, they're all. I, I guarantee you, if they have a high end job, obviously they work within the city and stuff like that. But I guarantee you, they probably own a few businesses, and the businesses that they own are not within. Maybe they're within about twenty, about maybe twenty five to forty miles mile radius of their house. Like that. That's not far, right? That's not that far from your house. You're thinking, okay, it's not that bad of a drive. They own that. They walk to church. I see them. I don't, when I used to live over there, they, they, walk, they walk to church. And mo- just money. Money. They got so much of it. It makes money. Got so much of it. And they're not... And the one thing that they do um, is that they're not inclusive. They're not selling to anybody that's not Jewish. And rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? I feel like our dollar is not as valuable as other people's dollars, as other um, cultures and ethnicities and whatever. Their dollar, our dollar is not as important or valuable as because we give it away. We go buy stupid stuff with it. We don't put it back into the community. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we go give it to the white person. And nothing's wrong with giving it to the white man. But you have to understand that in order to build up communities, we have to put the money that we're making... Back to the communities. That's the full 360. Do you want to know how to 360 and shut down all this systemic racism? You take yourself out of the game completely. Or not even. Don't play by the rules no more. You know? Or better yet, take yourself out of the game completely, but just still play by the rules. Obviously, still go to work and yes, massa, when you're at work and stuff like that, but... You're slaving and they be treating you unfair and, you know, talking to you any kind of way, you know, but stay down. And then you put the money back into the community, rebuild the community, open up your own business, quit your job. Now you have 
all the money in the world, and now you and then and now you're backed by your own people because your people helped you build this empire or whatever the case may be. That's how you do it. That is how you do it. You know what I'm saying? That's what they do. That's what they do. They put the money that they get from working for the white man, and then they put it back into um, their communities, our communities. That's exactly how they do it. You know what I'm saying? And I hope I don't hurt nobody's feelings saying the white man and massa and this and the third. It's just terminologies. It's not, it's not how I really feel. You know, it's just saying that we're being owned, right, by the people that want to keep us down and oppressed. So what do you do? You do, the, like I said, do a through full 360. You take them. They're giving you money thinking that they're in charge of you. Okay, you want to see something cool? I'm going to go put the money back into my community and rebuild where I live. And now, boom, now it's a utopia. Because Skyway is so right for the taking. It makes no sense. It's unincorporated. King County, I think they only pay state tax, state property tax, if you own a house. And I think they pay the closest tax nearby, so maybe it's renting. I feel like it's depending on where you're from. Like if, you, if you're using Seattle area code, then Seattle area code. But Skyway and rented are like so like... Seattle too, because what is constitute Skyway if you're going so far into the south end? Like it goes from Renton, Skyway, and then the south end. Like that's the connection between Seattle and up north. That's the connection to the north from Renton. So I feel like I feel like it's a border thing. And they redline. But have them redline. The what people don't understand is this is crazy. It's what I mean by take yourself out of the game but still play by the rules. Um I've always had the ideology of being like segregated, but because it, 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 it worked, it worked until they weren't making any money, and that was when it that was the problem, right? The same like Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street was a black thing, but then when they started making more money, and they weren't involved in it because they set the rules, and now it's like, oh, we're gonna burn this down. There's no good. There's not gonna be this happen ever. Well, this will never happen ever again. So, with that being said, play, take yourself out the game and still play by the rules. Play by the rules. Like I said, get the money, collect the check, and then reinvest in yourself. That's how you do it. But with good stuff, with good quality stuff. And I realize a lot of black people don't understand this. We got to stop using debit cards, man. We have to stop using debit cards. We got to live off credit card. We have to live off our credit. You got to know how to manage yourself. It's about discipline. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be able to get every Jordan. You're not. Trust me. I keep it real on here. I'm so modest. I got to go make a list of stuff I need to go get as far as just like workout clothes and just new pants and stuff like that. I'm going to Old Navy. They're like, you're not going to go. No, bro. Why would I go here? Why would I go to Urban Outfitters? These pants are $55. You know what I can get for $55 at Old Navy if it's two for $25? I can get... I could get two pairs of jeans. No, I could get four pairs. Two for 25. Two pairs of jeans, 25 bucks. You get another pair. You get, you get, you get another pair. And then another pair. You get four pairs for 50 bucks. That's a deal. But I'm not going to get one pair of pants for $55. You're like, you're not balling. No, I'm just smart. You use your money the correct way. And I never knew people were so caught up with pants. 
their pants. I don't really care. As long as they look nice and they're slim fit, I don't really care where they come from. As long as it's you know, Old Navy, Gap, whatever the case may be, Banana Republic. Like, you know, you got to use, you know, people, there's too much status on the BS that doesn't matter. Diddy also said this too. My allergies are acting up. Diddy also said that we, we can get all the other stuff later. New Year all later. But we need to rebuild it now. We need to build the infrastructure now. If we started the, if my generation and the younger generation, even the generation before, if we work together and stop hating on each other, excuse me, if we stop hating on each other and built the infrastructure, it's so ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous. We build the foundation. And then the people of younger generations look at us like, this is how you're supposed to do it, or this is what it feels like to be successful and to rebuild your own community. And then they keep that trend going. And then now, look, you're building generational black wealth. You're building generational wealth like the Jewish folks. Jay-Z said it. He said, you want to know how all the Jewish people bought all the property in America, this is how they did it. Financial freedom, my only hope. F living rich, dying broke. I bought some artwork for $1 million. This is how they own all the property in America. A few years later, it's worth $2 million. A few years later, it's worth $8 million. I can't wait to get to my children. That saying, that terminology is how the Jewish people have built, built and bought blocks of America. You go to, if you go to New York, I bet you there's a, a few blocks that Jewish people own. I don't know what borough. But I bet you, I guarantee you, there's a few blocks. Like I said in Sewer Park, few blocks. You look at all the Hollywood actors, they're all Jewish, right? So you're not gonna, you're not gonna escape the Jewish people, the, the diaspora of Jewish people. You're not, you're not gonna escape that. So they own all of these things, right? So when the people, when they first settled here from Europe after the war or before, or whatever the case may be, when they settled here, they were like, okay. We're going to buy this house. We're not going to give it up, right? We're going to keep it within our family. They kept the house gen generational wealth. It built over time. Now they have this house that's worth $5 million or 2.5, looking over the water, looking over Lake Washington on, in Sewer Park that they can sell, but they're not going to sell because they're, going to sell, they're not going to sell to outsiders because they're going to keep it within the family. And now that property value doubles and triples, right? And then they have their own businesses on the side and stuff like that. They already come from money because that's what they were probably willing to dealing with real estate. So they have their money from that and then open my own business. What I want to build, I don't want to, uh, whatever business. Because whatever it is, it's going to benefit and profit the Jewish people within this community. And then that's how you rebuild the community. And then that's how you, and then, and then that's how you elevate the community. And now the community has all this money, Right. They host events for each other, bar mitzvahs, whatever. You ever seen a bar mitzvah? Those look super expensive. And they party, and when Jewish people party, they probably party hard. And that is not cheap. But that's how to do it, though, right? And that's how they do it. So Jay-Z saying those bars is how they do it. One, okay, went for one million, I bought it for one million, now it's two million. Now it's eight million dollars. Now I'm gonna give it to my children. And then they can give it to their children. And then whoever wants to sell it, guess what? They can sell it to another black person who has the money. Now, now the art piece is worth $25 million. 
that's a grip. And I sold it to my brother. I sold it to a person that looked just like me, my brother or my sister. Just like me. And now look, now I can take the money and do something positive with it and rebuild communities. That's how you do it. That's the plan. And people are like, I ain't got no money to do it. But if we all collectively put in a pot, an annual pot, and just rebuild a community, people want to complain about the CDB and gentrifying and stuff like that. But you guys haven't taken care of it. That's the problem. They'll, they, will leave it, they will leave you alone. That's the funny part about, talk about the white people, this, white people, that. No, I'm, I'm not mad at them for doing that. If you take care of it, they wouldn't come after it. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Look, that's how they're looking at the CD and the South End. They're looking at that like, oh, y'all not even rebuilding this. Y'all not, not even trying to make some, make some shake. Y'all not trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all just sitting around here smoking dope and doing nothing. Okay, we're going to come in and wipe. We're going we're gonna, to we're come in and wipe all y'all businesses out and rebuild a whole bunch of apartments and businesses with, under those apartments to show you how it's done. We could do that. We could put a hair salon and then build a whole bunch of apartments on top of it, affordable housing. Hello. Even on, on even and even though this is a show, Franklin did it in Snowfall. Spoiler alert for season was season three. Just season three. The beginning of season three. Yeah, because he didn't have the cane. Spoiler alert again. But so yeah, but it, you know, just season four and stuff like that. And he was born to real estate in season four and season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that it's like, come on. That's what you do. And Nip was doing a little bit of it. He was, had the STEM school. He was rebuilding basketball courts. Being positive. Be the change that you want to see within the community. If you're tired of seeing people getting killed and this time the third, well, tell these young N-words, young Negroes, to get up off their broke ass and go do something. And the ones that are not, that are not motivated to do it, they'll weed out. Because if everybody's not on the same BS and nobody's outside, then they won't be outside. And then that's how you dead all that noise. But it starts with us. If you want to see the community change and we talking about how we have no money, we're not fighting, then, but it starts with us. We can't be afraid to throw in some money. And that's why I'm saying live off your credit so you wouldn't have to worry about, I got to make this bill payment, this and the third. If you live off your credit, you'll get a discount and you'll be in a better, you'll probably have a better house, but you'll have a discounted rate. For the house, because you have a good credit score, your credit, your credit score is 750, or even, even 700 is a good credit score, 700 plus. If it's that, you can you maneuver a little differently. This is how to do it. This is, this is the blueprint. This is the game for younger generations. It's just on us if we want to listen and heed advice. And I'm not even saying necessarily for me, but it's from anybody else out there that's going through the same thing or realizing or is peeping the same type of game that I'm peeping. And obviously, I know this isn't an overnight process, but we can't be scared. As a, as a younger generation, we're moving to more entrepreneurship and having our own business and becoming our own bosses, which is a beautiful thing. I'm sorry, I love to see that from my generation because now we're out here motivated and we're go-getters. And we know our worth and our value and our purpose upon this earth that God has given us. But we got to want, for black people, we got to want that for ourselves. We can't be stuck in our way so much when we haven't accomplished anything. When we haven't accomplished anything. We've been America's bottom B-word for a long time. And we're still getting pimped. But let's do some of the pimping. 
let's get the money that we get from the paychecks and we bring it right back into the community and we and we rebuild the infrastructure from the ground up. Skyway could be a utopia. There's so many churches and tax write-offs there that makes no sense. They got so many churches on there and churches are just tax write-offs. For those people, there's like 31 churches in Skyway. Why are there so many churches in Skyway? They're all tax write-offs for somebody who probably put that there to make some type of profit, but it's just a tax write-off. Please donate to the church. You're not going to see none of that money going to the community. It's just a donation. It's just, you're donating to my pockets. This is a GoFundMe every Sunday. They get paid every Sunday. A GoFundMe. 52 weeks of the year? It's a GoFundMe. It's a GoFundMe. And some pitch in, some don't, but it's a GoFundMe. You don't see none of that money into the community. Churches have a lot of money. Right? Have a lot of money. And they're tax write-offs because it's religious and stuff like that, whatever the case may be. But they don't. There's no money going back into the community. If there's so many churches in Skyway, how come Skyway isn't as beautiful and grand as Seward Park or wherever? Because Skyway is right there by Lake Washington. It's right there. So I don't see what the problem is. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But it's on us. If you want to see the change within the community, you've got to put your foot down and say, this is what I want for my people. you got to stop thinking about yourself at this point. Because we're getting killed left and right. I wake up, I go outside, my life's threatened because I'm just black. I'm just a young black man in America trying to do something. So my life's already threatened. It's threatened. It's not even, direct, it's not even directly threatened. It's indirectly. The, the vibe and the aura and the atmosphere, everybody's on walking on eggshells. Everybody's so tense in America right now. So it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. So now it's on us to find out what we got to do to make this better. But my dog's barking. It's been 45 minutes. I'm not going to keep y'all any longer, man. But if you listen up to this point of the podcast, thank you. I appreciate it. You guys are the best. You guys are awesome. You guys take your allergy medicine because that's what I'm about to go do with mine. My allergies, my sinuses is killing me. I got phlegm and stuff. I'm having a hard time breathing right now. But I'll holler at y'all on the flip, man. Peace and love.